This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. Uh, I've never heard my laptop say that. My laptop just said recording in progress. Yes, I'm very impressed. Your laptop has a life of its own. My laptop praat baie keer as ek op die radio praat, dan begin hy self saam met my te praat. Oh, then that's true. Simone! <laughs> Can Five I quickly minutes. remind you? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, remind no, wanna, me of... I, I want to remind you of a conversation we oh, had dear. that's very accurate <laughs> to this, this situation. We had so, a conversation. I want to tell you something about that conversation. First, tell me what oh, you did tell me about the conversation, yes? Yeah, 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 the one that we had on the set of um, Linore Vorad. Yeah. Vorad Norad. Vorad Norad. And, um, yeah. and yeah. we talked about kids and you said to me, lay off on having kids until whenever, you know, go travel and see the world and have the time of your life with your so, husband. And I was like, yes, yes, I agree. Two weeks after that, I found that I was pregnant. But also, <laughs> here's the other thing. The discussion was so short. It was a court Klein slagreepie of a conversation uh, that we had. Yeah. And I like mm. had three minutes with you maybe before we both went yeah. on set. And yeah. here's, here's how I knew something was up. I'll never forget. You were wearing a dungaree. And yeah. when I said to you, oh, but travel. What? And you said, hmm. The way you said yes made me go, they're trying for a baby. Really? The but way we weren't trying for a baby. I'm telling you now, I knew you were pregnant. Uh, yes, I probably was pregnant. My, by yeah, him. my big sister hormones told me you were pregnant. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because Wait, so, well, I think it was like two weeks after that we found out that we were pregnant. So and, I probably, and, and how yeah, many I weeks were you? How many weeks were you? Uh, by the time I found out, I was like four or five weeks. Yeah. So okay. yes, I was. Yeah. Okay, but then it was like a teeny weeny pregnancy. Like a, like <laughs> she a was small. like a stickle. <laughs> she was like a, 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 a pentrevis, yeah. Wait, so that exact Crazy. baby that we're talking about now. So we 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 like try to organize some mommy date. Okay, I just ran off six. Mm. Look, I'm still in my tiger prince. Okay, and a vest. <laughs> I love, I love it. It's so feisty. And, and she's hardly okay, and a beret, and she's <laughs> trying to to put baby like I don't know. Was she asleep? No, she was, she just started crying out of the blue and then she had a very failed duke and I handed her to her father, but her dad was in the shower and I was like, you have to come out of the shower. So Amber has a nappy. I'm, I'm logged on to Zoom, ready to start. And I, I know that yeah. this is going to happen. So she sends me this picture. She's like. <laughs> so, so for those of you who are listening. It's a picture of her holding a little mm. harper, but I mean, you can see how fresh she is. She is just so brand new. I mean, mm. she, I, mm. this, this conversation is not even, I mean, I have a little bit of your time and I just want to say congratulations and well done because you had a whole baby <laughs> and, <laughs> and we are happy with you. Thank because you so because every mom's story is different and so we could ask mm. anybody right about their journey and about how things yeah. are at the moment but i yeah. just want to tell you that you are courageous for sharing your stories 
and you. and you are very brave because here's the thing that most people don't realize we work in media and in de- entertainment and sometimes people feel that we've shared a little bit of our lives with them so they must and they have to and win and you mm. And, and we yeah. sometimes feel a little bit entitled that we must see the baby now. And we, mm. so this, this is maybe not even a conversation about the baby. This is a mm. conversation about saying, well done, that you actually like everybody else and all of us who's waiting. Yeah. And that you are enough. And for babies to cry for a file duke is, is very normal. <laughs> and the only reason I can laugh about it is because my baby is now four and she was downstairs. <laughs> and before I came upstairs, she says, mommy, come find me. <laughs> and even though I can see her, I go, where is Annabelle? I oh, like, where is she? And Just doing still, the most. Yeah, oh, and she goodness. still loves playing a little mommy, come find me game, you know? Oh, Listen, so speaking is that is that baby i just heard something what's in the background no i it's the, was it a hardy dog i know it was a hardy dog it is <laughs> yeah. i think andres once threw a hardy dog with a stone when he was like, but i should probably not say that like animal i know oh, it's wow. just so, she's joking it was a it was a hardy dog in his dreams um mm. what tell me about the picture that I have in front of me when I saw you documenting your journey, literally you shared pictures Mm. on Instagram um, that looked like Polaroid form Mm. of of you literally growing, of you literally growing. Mm. Did you plan your little baby? Did you always want it to be a mom? Yeah, I, um, I definitely always wanted to be a mom. I think I just, I have such a heart for family. I always wanted to get married and have kids. You know, I always, I always foresaw that for my future. Um, and somehow, you know, I think back and I, I said, you know, you say stuff like, I think, you know, by the age of 30, I would love to have, you know, at least start having kids. But I mean, you know what? I was like 20, 21 years old. You chat with your friends and, and your girlfriends or whatever you dream yeah. about your future. And uh, and we actually didn't plan Harper. Um, we we didn't like have a schedule or we weren't like, okay, by year two of marriage, we're going to start trying for a family. We um, That's a story in itself, I'll tell you now. But um, it's just funny to look back and be like, oh, wow, you know, I spoke, it's almost like I spoke it into existence. But by the age of 30, I had my baby. Um, our first child so yeah it was it's absolutely been a dream come true and um we didn't we didn't plan her because we uh we stood in faith for children but um I have endometriosis and we were never on contraception contraceptives or used like family planning or anything uh we sort of just like surrendered it to the Lord and we said you know um we're not gonna you're not gonna try but we're not not gonna try but we're not gonna use anything but we trust that you'll you'll make it happen in the right time. But I think deep down in my heart, I felt like it was going to be a bit of a struggle, or it's gonna we're gonna we were gonna have to try a bit harder. So uh, we were planning on filming um, a film that I wrote um, this year actually, and then I said to Andres, you know after the film, we'll try more intentionally, you know, and if there's a problem, we'll go for fertility stuff. But I think after the film, let's just enjoy what we have. And then after the film, and then the pandemic hit, the movie was, was sort of postponed indefinitely and we fell pregnant. So I really, I really think that, yeah, I know that the Lord's time was really so perfect for that. 
here's here's the irony that i mean i follow your life but not like a fan i really believe that i'm your oldest sister somewhere in existence <laughs> feels like it <laughs> yeah yes. and i look out for you and i will you know and thank you and what's what's ironic is you know we have all these conversations on baby brunch we we chat to people and i hear people's stories Masimo Nai, I'm also story. Every person that I speak to, their story is different. What mm. is miraculous about birth and having children? I'm so teary right now. You're telling me that because first of all, you're giving me a piece of your heart, telling me something that's so close to you. It is. You're telling me a secret because we don't often want to tell people how we really are, right? Mm, you, you're yeah. sharing that your womb could have been broken, but that you yeah. have a miracle baby is, yeah. is, is very brave. First of all, thank you for sharing that with us. But also it just, you know, I do a lot of, I call it meditation. Maybe it's prayer, but I do a lot of work in the space where I say to people and to moms and to children and to dads and to single moms that when you were conceived, mm. every time when you wake up in the morning, you must know that there is a reason why you are here. There's a reason why we're here, you know, yeah. there's a reason why mm. we were born. There's a reason why you're little Harper. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you look at her birth date, you know, and it's, it's just so crazy how even the numbers, you know, the hour that she was born, the date, the month, everything, everything just worked together and it fits scripture that we were getting about her life a lot earlier. Everything was so, it was so meticulous. You know, I had an 18-hour labor. And even in that, you know, the fact that she was born just after five on the on the third of the fifth month, it, it, like stuff like that. And, and she was 3.5 kilogram. Um, her head was 35 centimeters. She's 53 centimeters tall. Everything, like the five and the three and the five and the three. And the scripture that we got for her, also points to like Matthew 5, like everything just came together. And I realized that God's hand was on this girl's life, even before she was, even before she was an, a thought in my mind or something in my womb. So absolutely the purpose on, on her life and the purpose on our lives. Um, it's really quite clear that there's a bigger hand in this. That's writing her story and this story. All of our stories, indeed, there's a picture of you raising your hands to the sky and it's this beautiful yeah. picture of, it almost looks heavenly, like you colored it in. It looks like you're at one of those parties, you know, like Africa. Yeah, Bay, yeah, yeah. Where, <laughs> where you the, throw the all the bombs. Oh, yeah. Where you, yes. what, what happened for you? What happened for you in that moment? Mm. So uh, we were we were we were filming a shoot for the Harvest Collection, which is my jewelry range um, that I was partnering with with Manila Jewelry. And um, at the end of the shoot, you know, it, it was it was going to rain, and in onze tegesien okay onze te par onze de eer of so. And then at the end of the shoot, we were done, and we turned around and we saw the clouds merging together, the blue and the pink. And I swear that video is, uh, that picture is not edited at all. We turned around and it, it met together. Like it's insane, like exactly like that. And, um, and that was the day before we had our gender reveal. So we didn't know, is it blue? Is it pink? What is it going to be? You know, but in that moment, I just raised my hands. I'm like, Lord, thank you for like withholding the rain. And thank you for blessing us with this picture. And the photographer took a picture from the back um and this is the picture that she took and she didn't edit it she just sent it to me like that and that evening I, I went home and I, I showed the picture to Andres and my husband started crying and he said 
you know, as he was praying for our, our baby, that's the picture that he saw. He saw a picture of a little girl standing in a harvest field with her hands raised in worship. And, you know, we felt that God said that she was going to be a worshiper. And, um, and yeah, so that was the, the picture that he had in his mind. And this is the picture that we just took. So it's a, it's quite a, it's a, it's a picture quite close to our heart. And then after that, you know, we decided to give her the middle name Harvest, uh, which was met with a bit of controversy. Um, we knew that that was going to, yeah. um, but yeah. we really had word from the Lord about it. And it was just, it's a, it's a very special name for us. Yeah, I think by a good look means this reaction. I think people people want to say a lot about babies, and that's always the stuff mm-hmm. that I sometimes laugh about and sometimes cry about. That people yeah. have a lot of opinions, um, yeah. and people have a lot of advice, and you just need to take what you think is important. Um, yeah. And it's wonderful that you have a bigger guide, uh, that your advice doesn't just come from from people, and and that you're yeah. able to connect in that way to your creator. You know, I, I think yeah. I think it's beautiful. Your, your, your life on Instagram and on social media is, is admirable. People look at you and, sure. yeah, and we want to look like you because you dress in those cool white shoes and in your dress. <laughs> and even Super while close. you were pregnant, my boots are, my boots are, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we want to dress. When, when you think of your journey leading up to being a mommy, and now having the baby, I mean, I know the answer to this for me, but is it a lot different to what you expected it to be? It's such a good question because my husband asked it to me, I think last week we had a bit of a date and he said to me, is this everything you expected it to be? It took me a while, but I think I didn't know what to expect. And I, I'm glad I didn't know. I mean, you hear everything from everyone else. And I sort of, I don't, I don't want to say that I sort of just shut off when people told me that it was going to be, a, you I know, did. you go through hell. <laughs> you go through hell. People are like, you go through hell. You never sleep again. And I think when people would tell me that in my naivety, I was like, I appreciate you sharing that with me. And I realize, you know, you have your story, but I'm just going to. I'm going to, I'm going to take a bit of it, but I'm I'm not going to take it too mm. hard because I want to write my own story. I want to experience yes. it for myself. And then I went through hell. So <laughs> it was quite accurate. Yes, the thing though. No, you I don't like know to... what you don't know. No. You don't know what you don't know. But yeah. my husband's also like yours, very involved. I don't remember mm. not sleeping, not sleeping. I, d- I don't remember. Yeah. Not, 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 not sleeping. I think I deliberately <laughs> wiped it out of my mind. <laughs> It's and a yes, form of torture. It's, my easy thing. I mean, last night, I'll tell you what happened last night. So my babies are older, obviously. Mm-hmm. Last night, I've started heating up a beanbag for the older one because she loves the feeling of heat next oh. to her. It's winter where mm-hmm. we are, if you're watching from other parts of the world. And, and yeah. my baby wants a heated bag next to her. And it was 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And 2 a.m. van ochtend this morning. Mm-hmm. I heated her little beanbag and I put it back and I went back to bed at five o'clock, which means mm. 30 minutes more sleep. And then the whole house is up because we, the diffusers mm. of the house, women, we, me and yeah. you, yeah, we set the tone. We set yeah. the tone for how our kids yeah. feel and whether the meals sure. are prepared and things like that, even yeah. though we are working moms. And yeah. 
And I think you get used to it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Do I look like I someone that haven't had sleep? No. So No, you know. don't. <laughs> no, you absolutely don't. I'm looking at you and I'm like, okay, so there's still, you know, by the age of four, whatever, you this know, is- she's still not sleeping. <laughs> but if I can look like that whilst I'm not sleeping. Listen, you look incredible. You look, you look incredible. Speaking of your hallelujah. My mom hallelujah, was here today. Was she? My mom was here today. That's Hi, mom. Yes. Has it? No, she's not yet anymore. She's going to watch it. Yes, she'll watch it. Speaking of your your hallelujah, I, I heard you say it, and it, the draw from your tongue of so maklik. I mean, the fact that you can. Uh, I remember growing up, there was a time that we were very shy talking about where you come from. You know, it was was it in a books that I used to what like we mm. there was a lot of clapping and a lot of loud noise and musical instruments and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Your your relationship with with God and the miracles that has happened in your life. If you There's could. A lot. I know some of them and you don't have to share all of that here because I don't want to make you cry today or get all of us emotional. (laughs) I know, but perhaps there's someone that needs hope today because here's the thing, even with God in our lives, things are still hard. Sometimes it doesn't make things easier. Yeah. But Mm. there's a mom and a single mom and someone that needs hope and perhaps they need Mm. something to fall back on when everything else Mm. disappears. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to give you an opportunity to share one story of hope in your life because mm. it does seem to me that God and his creation manifests in your life sure. beautifully, even the yeah. way that you spoke about your unborn daughter and about your own life. And so, and now for a moment of hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ilana, I... You know, my, call it the hormones or whatever, (laughs) but, um, you know, my entire life is just a testimony. I have nothing to show of myself. There's nothing, there's no glory that I can take or, uh, you know, there's uh, next success is such a, a word in the wind for me because he writes my story. You know, the platform that he builds is his. I can't. Yeah, just on the on the on the on the theme of authenticity on Instagram, especially in motherhood, you know, I think it's so and and pregnancy. I share people ask me why do I share so many intimate details, and I don't mind sharing sharing a lot. You know, sometimes you have to discern what is what is you know shareable now and what later and what isn't shareable. But I think it's necessary for people to know that life isn't perfect. Suffering is part of it. Hardship is part of it. But God is in it. You know, I, I, you don't share it to show a picture perfect life because I don't feel there's value in that. What are you sharing? What are you? You're not giving hope to anyone. But um, oh, to think of one specific thing, you know, um, I think my biggest, one of the, my biggest testimonies is is my husband, um, having met him and having, I've always trusted for a husband that would be an amazing father to my children one day um because I might not you know it was it was something that might have been was just a longing in my heart as a little girl you know something I didn't necessarily experienced and and I believe you put in honey my my man is absolutely and it was he was the biggest prayer answered for me in my life possibly because I look at Andres now and I think you know this is exactly this is everything that I prayed for and I trusted for and it was it seemed very impossible we got married at a very later stage and we worked through a lot in our relationship but you know yeah that Andres is my biggest gift um 
And he's my biggest testimony. And, and I think for a lot of single women and even single moms, you know, that are still trusting the Lord for their husbands or that are still waiting and are st- and still need to, you know, exert patience and and hope. Um, it, it happened for me against all odds, you know, and it can it can happen for anyone else out there. And also for single moms, I feel it doesn't so up my heart. So single moms are so in my heart the past four weeks. And how many times I look at Andres and I'm like, I have no idea how single mamas do it. I, I get any DNA. And my mom was a single mama. She, um, she, you know, in those first few weeks and months, she didn't have, she had her mom. But I have such a heart just to say to single moms, you are doing amazing. You are like, you are the true heroes of society because doing it without that kind of support, I commend them, absolutely commend them. Um, but may, may the Lord sustain them. You know, that's, that's, even in the midst of all of the lack of sleep and the forms of torture um, and crying babies and, and prepping bottles, et cetera, et cetera. I, I do know that there's a presence in the, in the midst of the night, you know, and you're suffering in a dark, dark night of the soul. There's a peace and a presence that has guided me. And I know that is also there for single mamas and, and people that go through waiting periods. I think if it's in Mokniak, Babel Nobaya, Maram, hope. Yeah, what can us on that What can we do without it? I think there's purpose in that. You know, we all we all have a story to tell. And I think when you when you every time you post on social media or when you speak about your family or your own life, I do think you give people hope. Yes, some will be jealous and others might not see the deeper meaning, but I think mm-hmm. it's wonderful that. You can use your own life and your platforms to give hope to moms and dads. And here's the thing. It's never too late. It's never too late. Mm. It's never too late. So perhaps you've chosen the guy and he's the daddy of uh, your baby and you don't like what you see in him right now. It's never too late to ask for guidance and to, well, you said beautiful things. I'm going to play this podcast tonight. I like the word sustain. You just said, my God, sustain them. That's nice. Mm, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, because I think I think you are so at the end of yourself most of the time. Yeah. And you need sustenance. So yeah. you can't do it by yourself. Breastfeeding or a bottle? <laughs> mom guilt or mom shame? <laughs> That's the question. How many days um, did it take? How many days did it take for you to master the boob in the mouth? The boob in the mouth took um, three and a half weeks. Then mastitis ended the journey for me. That's so fine. I, yeah, I had a, I had a month and um, it was intimate and it was messy like beautiful relationships are. But um, I didn't have enough milk, you know. Uh, she was just hungry all the time and my baby needs to eat. So I was like, I my my daughter needs a mom that is not having panic attacks, yeah. that is present, yeah. that is sleeping, um, that is enjoying her. And well I can't, yeah, it was a difficult, I get the heart trial and now mm-hmm. I am just so grateful. I'm it's, so, so grateful. It's good for to cry, procedure. but you're right, the baby must mm. eat. And here's the thing. Then you have a second baby, please God, and then I do my. I can't even write books. I'm gonna wait. 
<laughs> I'm going to wait till that book writes itself. Um, yeah. Uh, did you feel, uh, can you tell, I'm trying to quick fire, but I'm so interested in everything because I'm so scared. We're yeah. yeah. Um, did you, did you want to wait the 39, 40 weeks or did you want baby out at 37 weeks? Cause it's just too uncomfortable. I wanted her out by 28 weeks. I'm so impatient. No, so what happened is she lay very low. So it was by law from by So the gynae and my midwife at, at like 32 weeks said to me, please just hold her in until 36 weeks. She's never felt a baby that, that low by that oh, stage. Gosh. And so I was waiting for it to come by 36 weeks. By 38 weeks, I was painting by numbers just to keep myself <laughs> sane because I thought she was going to come by 36 weeks. Yeah, so set up 39 weeks. But... I, it was, I saw 42 come it. Oh my word. I would have, no. Nee, I couldn't even think it. So I think you answered it already. Midwife, doula, or cesarean? Um, had a midwife and a doula and a water birth. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, advice to moms when someone comes and wants to see the baby and lifts the cloth of the pram mm. like this. I don't even mm. have a cloth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see the baby. Um <laughs> So, yep. so flick of the wrist, flick of the wrist on their hands. And if it's even if it's family, you um well, or you can just say the baby is sleeping, and then you whack her. Then hand. Um and then also the please sanitize first is also very important. Please sanitize first. And then by the time that they are busy sanitizing, you lift the cloth and you're like, oh sorry, so slop. Yeah, my baby. Yeah. Um mm. how many baby grows has she not worn that she has grown out of? Um, she hasn't grown out of anything yet because she's, I mean, she's four kilograms, but she's quite petite. So she's still you're still, I'm still on. Really? No, number zero diapers. Yeah. Oh, yellow. Klein, klein your piece. So, yeah. no, so, so she hasn't grown out of anything. So is the pre-riding up yet? The no, I don't know. I'll ask my husband. Because <laughs> then you can upsize already, hey? Then you can go to yeah. number one. To number one. Oh. Um, we, 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 we're doing number one every now and then, but no, the poo hasn't ridden up. Oh, it okay. has actually once. Okay, I can like add words on it too. Yeah. You can, with my babies, I always put a bigger nappy on. Look at me. You see, this is the advice you shouldn't yeah. listen to. No, this but is, I hear from, this yeah. like to wear. Yeah, my all I mean is so if you your advice here, all the people that want to give you advice, just say no. Just, but I'm fine with, I'm fine with people sharing their experiences. What gets me is people that tell me, Muni is slopping a baba wakar mokni with an exclamation mark. Like, mm. Don't send me those DMs. It's just Muni so Muni. Please don't tell me what no, to do. No, but she even if you weren't hormonal. But don't tell me what to do. Even if you weren't yeah. hormonal, I think kindness just goes a long way. And so, yeah, yeah true. just help a sister out. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. you can do number one now. Um, and okay. then. Thank you. <clears throat> <laughs> it was it was it is i'm very proud of you Thanks it is so wonderful much, speaking to you and it is if anything if you don't know anything do you know what's going to get you through especially you mm-hmm. do you know what's going to get mm-hmm. you through your belief <laughs> your belief will get you through your belief yeah, is so strong yeah you'll be fine you're going to do such <laughs> a great job you, oh hopper's going to be so amazing Thank oh my you. god i'm so excited 
Thank you so much. Thank so you. Exciting. I really appreciate yeah. you. And I really look so up to the way that you do your journey as well and share and the platform you create just for other moms and the hope that you share in, in, in getting people's stories together. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Anytime. Anytime, really. Like, we do this for you. Where is she now? Is she sleeping? I think Papa took her. They're in the, in the room. I'll, I'll, I'll go check out now. She probably needs to eat soon. Yeah. Enjoy your Mom, baby. Gigi. Enjoy Thank your you. baby. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Touch, nourish, love your skin with Epimax Baby and Junior, a range of gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers for babies and children. Epimax can be used as a soap substitute or moisturizer and is gentle and mild enough to use from birth. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved and free of artificial colorants and fragrances. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores.